Hello and welcome to the Complete Small Business Show. I'm your host, Gus Ryan, and I work at Wolfgang Digital. We make podcasts for Virgin Media Business. The Complete Small Business Show will deliver short bursts of knowledge designed to help SME owners navigate some aspects of business life that might not be their area of expertise. For example, in series one, we discussed human resources. In this series, we'll be talking about how companies can promote themselves online. Virgin Media Business serviced tens of thousands of small and medium-sized firms and were quite keen to offer a little extra help over and above providing broadband, landline, mobile and TV services. And this podcast series is aimed at doing exactly that. We know that small and medium businesses are the lifeblood of the Irish economy. They represent 99% of companies active in trading in Ireland, they hire 70% of the workforce and they add about 40% of the gross value to the bottom line of the Irish economy. By their very nature, small and medium businesses are few hands doing much work. And the Complete Small Business Show is here to help. In this series, as I said, we're going to be looking at digital marketing and how online promotion can help grow your business. We'll talk to some experts from the independently owned Irish digital agency, Wolfgang Digital. In 2018, Wolfgang won a host of domestic and international awards, including the European Search Award for Best Large Integrated Search Campaign, a UK Drum Award for the Best Use of Data and PPC in a Programmatic Strategy, and in the Irish Digital Media Awards, they were voted the Best Agency, had the Best Search Campaign, and the Best Social Media Campaign. In this episode, we're going to talk to Sean Markey, who's a Deputy Head of Search Engine Optimization at Wolfgang Digital. So before we start... What is SEO or search engine optimization? So basically, search engine optimization, as it sounds, you're trying to optimize your website to get found more frequently in search engine results. So when people go to Google and type in a search query related to your product or service, they should see your pages coming up as ranked number one, two or three. There's a number of ways of doing this and Sean will explain it in a lot more detail. But just for starters, you're optimizing for quality of traffic. You don't want to attract all the visitors in the world. You want to attract the visitors that will be most interested in your product or service. So for example, if you run an IT company, you don't want to be ranking for things that aren't IT related. So you need to be optimizing your keywords for traffic using search queries related to IT. You're also optimizing for quantity of traffic. So once you know you have the right people clicking through from the search engine results pages, you just want to get more and more people doing that. You can do this by number one, ranking highly in search engine results pages, and number two, having more of your web content ranking highly in search engine results pages. And lastly, you're optimizing for organic results. Every time you see an ad in Google or Facebook or any social media platform, Somebody had to pay for that. Any link on a search engine results page though is absolutely free. So I know it will take time and maybe a little bit of budget if you consider hiring a search engine optimization company, but all the traffic after the search engine optimizing has been done is essentially for free. You don't need to pay for it. So it can be an extremely profitable source of business. Now to break it down in a little bit more detail, here's Sean Markey, Deputy Head of SEO at Wolfgang Digital. Search engine optimization, is it as technical as it sounds? 
That's a question akin to saying how long is a piece of string because SEO is short for search engine optimization. I suppose it could be loosely defined as do anything that can help your website appear in Google searches uh, for selected key, uh, words and phrases that are related to your business. So in a, from a beginner's point of view, like what we're going to talk about today is it's actually a lot easier than a lot of people make it out to be when you get started. There's a lot of neat hints and tricks that can get your uh, even small businesses up and running very quickly. Now it can get technical and complex very quickly if you don't know what you're doing, but we'll uh, get you through the easy bits. Okay, so how can SEO actually help your website or your your business's website? Considering there's no real overheads needed to get started on SEO, it could actually be considered the uh, most cost-effective form of digital marketing in that if you have a bit of time to spare and you know what you're doing off the bat, you aren't paying any money for Google AdWords, you aren't paying money to Facebook, you aren't paying money uh, for radio, you are just kind of working on your own and Essentially, what you you have to put some time and effort into it, but what you put in, any uh, dividends that you get out of it are essentially profits going straight to you. And so when we say what you put into it, like what are we talking about here? It's, it's really manipulating the content on your website? That's one of the major uh, factors of SEO. There's, I suppose, uh, three pillars of SEO, uh, we like to say. There's on-page, so what you can do with the content, with the words on the pages of your website. There's uh, the technical aspects of it, how fast your website's running, uh, what kind of server load you have, uh, lots of other nitty-gritty bits and pieces. And I suppose the off-page as well, which is how authoritative you're seen in your website's uh, niche or space uh, with signals coming from other websites. But the two of them, the technical and the off-page, are pretty complex. But there's a lot of quick wins that can be done just from the on-page, which is what we're really going to be focusing on today. Okay, so that said, what are the the quick wins we can do on-page? Well, uh, first and foremost, uh, I suppose one of the best things on on on-page that is quite overlooked by a lot of people is what we call your uh, titles and uh, meta descriptions. So these are what you see in Google search results before you even click into a website. You'll probably recognize the blue link with the name of the page and what the business is called. And underneath that, there's a small description, about uh, about 150, 100, uh, 200 characters. So you have control over them on your website. So consider it like a shop window. Uh, if you're walking down the street and you see a shop, but there's no sign on it and there's no nothing of interest in the window, you're probably not going to go into it. Whereas if you imagine that Uh, page title as the name of the shop and telling you what it's about like uh, Sean's florists for example they're going to see that and go ah that's obviously uh, some form of flower shop whereas uh, the meta description would be a bit like the shop window if you have lots of flowers in the window people will see them and they'll be like ah they'll be more in uh, more likely to just go into your shop and buy some flowers so so where do you where do you find that meta description to to change and and the page title well, every website has, I suppose, a front end and a back end. The front end is what people see when they click into your website. The back end is, I suppose, the engine of the website, so to speak, the bit that only you have access to and you can click into it. Now, every uh, most websites, WordPress in particular, are quite user-friendly where there's a specific section. Uh, often it'll be labeled SEO. Sometimes it's uh, labeled metadata. You can just click into that and there'll be free 
a list of all your pages and you can edit them to your heart's content. They'll be a little box for filling in your title and a little box for filling in your description. And you just put them in there and pretty soon Google will be picking up the descriptions of your website as you want them. So your customers will be able to see uh, what your website's all about and hopefully convert. Very good. And what else can we do? What, what else is reasonably easy to, to do to manipulate or change? Uh, I suppose the all of your on-page copy is uh, pretty easy to change uh, in that uh, Google loves content. They're always leaning towards build good content. So as a small business, you always have a disadvantage against the bigger players if you're a small shop up against the big department stores, the big multinationals. But if you box clever, I suppose, and you write better uh, descriptions of the products or the services that you offer on your website, not necessarily longer, but uh, Google does like uh, longer copy. But as long as you're really well describing very well what your service is all about, using titles based on, uh, I suppose, subheadings and subservices. So you might have, uh, say, instructions about frequently asked questions. Make sure they're kind of structured in a way that's easy for people to read. And usually when a website is constructed in a way that's very easy for people to read, it's quite easy for search engines to read as well. And if they're uh, able to read it, they can uh, index your site better and make sure that it's ranking in a higher position. So if you had, let's say you weren't necessarily, let's say you're either selling a product or a service that you have an individual page written very well and descriptively for each product and service. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Uh, so while you'll ne- you as a small business, you're never going to beat, say, a massive company in terms of authority, like all being even, uh, the bigger companies near enough always going to outrank the smaller company. However, if the smaller company has just better descriptions, a better write-up, it explains what it's all about that bit better than the bigger company, it actually stands a chance of outranking them. Very good. And is there anything else we can do? Uh, well, there's actually some neat little tricks as well. Uh, one thing that uh, is becoming much, much more valuable as time goes on is what we call local SEO. Uh, one of the key uh, components of that is what we call the a Google My Business account. Uh, sometimes if you click, if say you're looking for um, Flower Shops Dublin on a Google search engine, uh, you pop it in there and you'll have your usual links down on the left-hand side below the search, but you'll often have on the top right-hand corner some more kind of uh, information, usually about specific businesses. So you can uh, leverage that if you go on, to, if you look up Google My Business and then you set up an account on that, basically put in all that. It will have boxes to fill in everything about your business. You fill in what your business is about, uh, opening times, address, contact details, uh, services provided, that you stand a better chance then of having one of these, I suppose we call them uh, I suppose panels up on the right-hand side of the search. And once you have that, your business is more likely to show up on Google Maps and also more likely to show up on searches for uh, near searches, so something like florists near the Aviva Stadium, florists near uh, Dublin City Centre. So often that's kind of seen as showing up on those maps is often seen as a way of skipping the queue. You might not rank in number one for that search, but if you rank on the map, suddenly you have this visibility boost that you didn't have before you set up your Google My Business account. 
So we mentioned having an individual page for each product or service you provide. And um, what if somebody wants to update their website regularly, but not necessarily talk about the product or service? Maybe talk about how the service is used, or how the product is applied, or the benefits of using this product. How best can you regularly update your website? I suppose is what I'm asking. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, what we're kind of straying into the um, realm of additional content marketing and creation. So. Uh, blog content is something that uh, is really good at bridging those gaps, whereas we have uh, two kinds of uh, searches. There's normal search where you're just typing words like flowers, flowers Dublin, or long tail search, or what are the best kind of flowers to use for Valentine's Day. If you want to rank for that stuff, which we call long tail search, you really need to start uh, creating blog content. So if you can create a blog article that is based around that topic, you have a much better chance of ranking for uh, these kind of searches that are kind of question or query based. Of course, because they're uh, longer, uh, they take longer to type in, there's more words in them, the amount of people searching for these things are much, much less. However, the more effort people are putting in to typing out their search generally means that they have more user intent. So if you do get those people to visit your website, they're going to be much more interested, much more likely to converse uh, than the people who are just typing in one word searches who are just kind of looking stuff up for the sake of it. Great. This is all good stuff, Sean. So let's say a small business applies this to their website. Is there a way of checking to see if this is all working? Uh, yeah, there absolutely is. So a lot of people uh, are under the impression that if you want to track your SEO campaigns, you need expensive tools and complicated uh, programs. But uh, as a, a small business can still get by using some free services. For example, um, Google Analytics is a great way of checking out not only uh, how much traffic your website's getting, but where it's coming from, whether it's coming from social, where it's coming from SEO, and also uh, which pages are bringing in the traffic as well. So anybody with a website uh, can set up a Google Analytics account for free. Uh, but in addition to just going after looking after your traffic, there what you need to be looking at as well is uh, what we call your keywords. So the search terms or phrases that you want your business ranking for. So. There are a lot of premium tools out there that can track hundreds, if not thousands of keywords, which professional SEOs use. But if you want to get in at the ground floor and not spend any money, there are a couple of tools that I'd recommend. Take a SEM Rush is a premium one, but they do a free version where you can track up to 10 keywords at a time, which doesn't sound like much, but if you're just starting your SEO journey, that's enough to get the, the feel of it. So then as your business grows, you might want to get a premium account later and track more keywords. And if you uh, want to go with a completely free option, but you want to put a little bit more time at, there's a really nice program that is totally free called uh, SerpSurf. That's spelled S-E-R-P-S-U-R-F. Uh, basically, you just type in your website uh, address and uh, five of the keywords you want to track and see the rankings for, and it will give you the ranking straight away and show you everybody who's ranking in the top 10 positions for those uh, searches, which is really good. The only thing is that it doesn't do it automatically. So you'll have to come back, say, every week and put it in manually. But for as far as a free program is concerned, uh, you can't really do much better than that. Okay, that's great, Sean. Could you just leave us with maybe two or three key takeaways for search engine optimizations for businesses? Yeah, sure. I suppose uh, the first thing you need to do is to, I suppose, get what we would call getting your own house in order is making sure that 
your on-page content is describing precisely what it is that you do as a company and what services you offer. And you need to make sure that it's uh, written in such a way that is pleasing to people. So when they read it, they know exactly what it's about and it kind of entices them, uh, makes them interested and therefore more, more likely to convert. So when people are interested in your content, they'll spend more time on page. And if they are more like, if they make conversions, like they click that content form or they click the add to basket, these are all seen as good signals in the eyes of search engines like Google and Bing. So not only will uh, it be pleasing your users, but it will be pleasing the search engines, which has a knock on effect then that your pages will rank higher when people search for uh, terms about your business and therefore You'll drive in more people into the website. Nail will hopefully convert as well, which will add more user signals to the search engines and so on and so forth. And number two, I would say uh, plan everything. Uh, Keeping an eye on uh, Google Insights. Google Trends is a great way. Uh, It's a free tool as well. It's a great way to kind of look into the future of SEO, so to speak, and see uh, what search terms are not just uh, driving a lot of search volume right now, but uh, have been increasing over time. So if you can kind of get ranking for search terms that are on the up, you'll be more likely to drive more uh, traffic, more business that way. And as well uh, as just uh, planning your trends, uh, make sure that you're looking back in time as well and seeing how you're doing year on year. Get a Google Analytics account, measure this year's traffic against last year's traffic, and anytime something is changed on your website or something big changes in your industry, always uh, mark it down. In Google Analytics, there's a section where you can put in annotations. So you can, if you see a dip or an uptick in traffic uh, year on year, you can kind of look at the date and see, well, did anything interesting, did Google make any strange changes around that time or did we change anything on the site that had a positive or negative effect? So basically track everything. Okay, super stuff, Sean. Thanks a million for your time. All right, thanks for having me. So there you go. Lots of great information on search engine optimization. It can be quite technical in places, but as Sean explained, there's lots you can do really simply to get ahead of some of your competitors. For more podcast episodes like this, head on over to the Virgin Media Business Content Hub, and that's at virginmedia.ie forward slash business forward slash the hyphen hub. If you found this episode useful, please share it on social media. And if you're an iOS user, please give us a rating in the podcast app. It'll really help other people find the show. If you'd like to find out more about what Virgin Media Business do for companies in Ireland, check out virginmedia.ie forward slash business. Thanks for listening. 